You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. We are joined by RJ Ochoa. What is up, RJ? You are obviously a Cowboys expert from Blogging the Boys, and you also host one of the other shows, SB Nation NFL <laughs> Show. I don't even know. What's the name of it again? Uh, it's, uh, Lunas football, Lunas, um, you know, to some people, Monday football, Monday to most, um, the premier show, honestly, the gold medal show, um, the, the Dak Prescott of the SB nation NFL show, if, if you want to look at it that way to make things topical. Uh, but I, I've heard good things about this show. I've never listened to it personally. Um, but, but you guys have a cute operation here and, and I'm, I'm a fan. I will say, you know, for as much as I may have disdain in my heart for the Cowboys in general. Uh, I always do respect the one, the only, the RJ Ochoa, the the definitive source, I would say, uh, and, and obviously blogging the boys for Cowboys news. So so why don't we just start talking about them? And uh, RJ, the Cowboys lost last night. Uh, how do you feel? <laughs> uh, well, first, I'll say that streak goes both ways. Uh, I, I find myself more entertained by the Eagles than, than I did before you and I became friends. Uh, so I think that's the highest compliment I could pay you. Um, obviously, Monday night was terrible. I, I, you know, there's there's no positive way to spin it. I think we've all sat and and looked at ourselves in the mirrors uh, when it comes to the teams we cover and the teams we root for, and and found a way, right? Like you, you put lipstick on a pig, whatever you want to call it. But uh, this team is is really broken. Um, it, it has a lot of shades of the 2015 season. Obviously, a year that the Eagles did not win the NFC East as well. Um, and and that was a really frustrating year for the Cowboys and for Cowboys fans because Tony Romo got hurt, ironically, in Philadelphia. And it, it proved how bad of a coaching staff they had, that they could not overcome that. And obviously, your franchise quarterback is a really important piece to your team. But we have seen a lot of teams, most teams, sustain that loss. And the Cowboys are incapable of that. And I think the, the most disappointing, sort of sobering thing at this point after the Monday Night Football loss is that this, this is a group of people, coaches and players alike that, um, you know, you, you've, you've said, Brandon, I know here on the Oddcast and, and other places that, it, that a lot of people thought, oh, Jason Garrett's gone. Everything will be fixed. And I think Jason Garrett was this like safety net for people from an excuse standpoint, right? Like any, anything that they lose to the Jets last year, lose to the Bills on Thanksgiving, whatever. Up oh, when Jason Garrett's gone, it'll all be good. That's gone. And not only is that gone, but the hero that came in to save them week in and week out and Dak Prescott is gone. So there's nowhere for anywhere else to hide. There's, there's nowhere for Zeke to hide when he fumbles it twice. There's nowhere for the defense to hide for DeMarcus Lawrence, for Jalen Smith. And and they all look pretty exposed right now. I'm not putting this game on the defense. I mean, it's 38 to 10. I know it looks bad, but when you turn the ball over four times as an offense, like I can't put that on the defense. I thought the defense played well, especially early in the game. Kyler Murray, had 188 pass yards and 80% of those came on one play. So it's not like Kyler was lighting them up all day. I actually put this game on the offense. And like you said, 
you know, Mike McCarthy, not impressive in this one. I thought the game plan was very, very conservative. I didn't think they let Andy Dalton attack down the field at all. To me, the offense was the problem in this one, not the defense, which is new for the Cowboys. I think that's fair. Um, the defense certainly didn't help, but the defense did hold on early. It was the first game this season that the Cowboys haven't allowed any points in the first quarter, which certainly would have been nice when, when they had a great offense uh, with Dak Prescott. But yeah, I, you know, I, I certainly blame the offense, but I really I don't blame Andy Dalton. I know that that might be a popular take. He's, he's not Dak Prescott, despite what Twitter people might have you believe. Um, but, you know, it, it should be said, and and not to supremely defend Mike McCarthy, he's operating without his starting quarterback, starting left tackle, right tackle, center twice over if you consider Travis Frederick's retirement, his starting tight end, um, and he's got a, a running back that the team that he joined decided to pay before he got there and put the ball on the ground two times uh, throughout the game against the Cardinals. And so, yeah, I mean, if, if you're the Cowboys, you know your defense is bad. You can't turn the ball over to your point stats. You certainly can't turn the ball over on your side of the field. And that is, you know, to, to I guess, touch on Zeke, uh, after the game, he was really self-critical. Um, he said that it, it was on him, that he's supposed to be somebody who the team can rely on. And, and you can you can say that all that is cliche, but that is a level of accountability that is really absent among the rest of the team. And so if, if you're looking for things to feel good about, um, Zeke is somebody who at least has the right attitude uh, about how to fix this thing. Now, RJ, I want to talk about the Cowboys front office because, uh, you know, I my a lot of issues, my issues with the Eagles are with the front office right now. We can get into that later in the show or maybe not. Whatever. But right now, though, <laughs> uh, Cowboys. Uh, yeah. So you look at Ezekiel Elliott and this is a guy, a running back who now has the six most career touches. I want to stop down on that. Six most career touches of any running back in the NFL. How old is Zeke? Like 24, whatever, 25. <laughs> uh, pretty crazy. And this is a guy they paid <laughs> before Dak, Pre Dak Prescott. So like, so what is this team doing? Also, I feel like we're not probably talking enough about, because it hasn't come up yet, how bad like the offensive line is. Like how, how much that's in shambles. And now you have Zach Martin leaving the game with a concussion. Um, yeah, so, so how are you feeling about this front office, basically? Uh, I mean, not good. Uh, you know, I don't know. Honestly, you know, um, the Cowboys, every year we see the same graphic in March, right? That's like the the front, the first round picks that the Cowboys have had since since 2010 from Des Bryant now all the way through C.D. Lamb. And it's like, man, the Cowboys front office is so good. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's not hard to hit in the first round. You know, the first 32 players in the draft should all theoretically be superstars uh, to some different level. I mean, you get my point. But um, I mean, you know, the offensive line is really bad and. I think it was obvious for some time that, that, you know, nothing lasts forever. That was really obvious when Travis Frederick retired. Tyron Smith has not played a full season since 2015, uh, ironically, all things considered. And so, you know, the, the writing has kind of been on the wall. I don't think anybody expected the bottom to just fall out. I don't think anybody expected Lyle Collins to show up to camp out of shape and that to plague his entire season. And so there is, I think, a combination of not looking ahead enough and bad luck, to be honest. But those are things that they should be able to overcome. But to your point, I mean, they're starting uh, a first year and a second year undrafted free agent tackle at right and left tackle. They're starting a rookie center, the one that they drafted after the trade with the Eagles um, in the fourth round this past year, Tyler Biotish. Obviously, Zach Martin left the game to your point. Connor Williams is kind of the, the most hated 
uh, Cowboys offensive lineman, or he's kind of the biggest poser, the, the one that, you know, a lot of Cowboys fans are like, he doesn't belong in, in the group with Tyron and Travis and Zach and Lyell. And ironically, now he is the only one that is left and, and that is able to play of, of their original projected five back in, in the early days of last offseason. And so, you know, this front office, I, again, I think they're, they do a fine job of uh, visible things. And I, I think that, you know, people want to see them go out and acquire talent. They went and traded for Amari Cooper two years ago. They traded for Michael Bennett last year. They're, they're certainly not shy, but this particular offseason, they have been very insistent. And I think that's, I used to say that after the Cowboys, after Des caught it, I, I really believed that the, that, that the Cowboys tried to go pick back up at, on the field at Lambeau that that was kind of how they built their team like all we have to do is go back to that spot and we can finish it out and go win the Super Bowl and that's just not the case the NFL changes year in and year out and they have such a difficult time projecting in a lot of ways in in the the market in paying Dak I mean you mentioned they paid Zeke they paid Zeke because Zeke forced their hand he held out Demarcus Lawrence threatened not to get shoulder surgery and they had to pay him so that he could I mean they are not good at looking down the line they are purely a reactionary front office I feel like the Cowboys are in the worst possible place to be in as a franchise because I think they need a significant rebuild. The offensive line, as you mentioned, is in shambles. The defense is completely awful. For some reason, they just don't realize that you need good safeties to have a good defense. And the problem is Jerry Jones is never going to do that because Jerry is in complete win now mode. I want to say this as delicately as possible. He's an older guy. Uh, he's trying to win one more Super Bowl, especially one that he gets all the credit for because he hasn't had one of those. He's never going to be in rebuild mode. So his goals are different than what's best for the long-term interest of the franchise. And I feel like when that's the case, you're screwed. You follow the Cowboys obviously a lot closer than I do. Do you agree with that assessment? Yeah, I certainly think that Jerry wants all the credit, right? And, you know, that that kind of happened sort of circa 2014, circa 2016, right? He was even executive of the year and things like that. And, you know, because w- when you win, nobody cares. Like, in 2016, nobody cared that the Cowboys spent the fourth overall pick on a running back. You know what I mean? Because it, it looks smart if you win no matter what you do. Um, obviously, the, the fundamentals of it were just as broken as they are now in terms of how visible they are. Um, but... Yeah, and I think the Cowboys deserve credit um, in some weird respects because, you know, they truly don't ever collapse like they are now. I mean, the the Cowboys were uh, one and three after the first four weeks of the season. They were never one and three under Jason Garrett. And, you know, obviously not the best head coach for this team, but say what you will, he found a way to just be be good enough to be in the conversation at Christmas time. And yeah, I, I think it's it's really upsetting that the Cowboys won't invest at, at safety or at defensive tackles. I mean they're they're in a division with Fletcher Cox and, and they realize how you know important of a piece that can be to your defense and they won't do it. They they insist on their own things. I mean, look at their draft class from last year. And, and they didn't have the first round pick. They traded for Mark Cooper and that's fine. But their best rookie from last year is Brandon Knight, the undrafted free agent tackle that they're starting in place of Tyron Smith. I mean, their second best player is maybe Tony Pollard to put in perspective how broken it is. So, RJ, I mean, the Cowboys are here despite all this, despite despite all of what you just said, because the NFC East is so terrible or as the NFC least, as you like to call it personally, by no other name. <laughs> um you know, the Cowboys are at two and four at the top here. The Eagles are in second, one, four and one. You have the Giants at one and five, third, because they just beat the last place team, Washington football team, also one and five. Uh, you you don't want the Cowboys to win this division, do you? 
I don't. Um, if the Cowboys went, I don't know, like four and twelve, like they did in twenty fifteen or whatever, obviously you would point to Dak Prescott missing the season and the slew of injuries and the uniqueness of this season certainly hasn't helped. On and on and on. Um, but I think a lot of Cowboys fans want to see rock bottom. They want to be dragged. They want to be buried because they they want to see legitimate change. And I think we've all been there. Um, but but that just hasn't happened. And but I think you know, where. I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe that's 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 a important question, but it's it, it's a vague one because the uh, you can okay. So Jason Garrett was was part of the problem, right? We don't know if Mike McCarthy's the problem. Um, how, but you know, the, the last time the Cowboys were even in an NFC title game, as an example, John Elway had never won a Super Bowl of any kind. You know, I mean, Marvin Harrison was in college, and so you you look back through all of that, and I hate to be this guy and have this take, but there's one common denominator. And it's the general manager. It's the ownership group. And I, I know that's an easy excuse, or it sounds like an easy excuse to the world, but it really is an issue. I mean, consider we're recording this Tuesday morning, and Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones are going to speak to the media multiple times this week themselves, because that's the way it goes. And it's just an endless, you know, I don't say clown show, but just an endless circus week in and week out. And they'll come out and they'll say, we like our guys, you know, we, we need to fix the turnover differential, whatever. And and in that respect, I feel badly for Mike McCarthy because this isn't the team he signed up to coach from an injury perspective. Obviously, it's been broken in a lot of unique and challenging ways. And I'm, I don't know. I mean, so where I want to see change, I, I want to see change in places that haven't changed in a quarter century, which is a, a big thing to say. Yeah. Jerry ain't firing himself. And he has said, if another GM had his track record, he would have fired him. That's the best part. No, there's there's a lot of hubris uh, when it comes to the Cowboys. And it, it's either at, at, at the absolute best, they are extremely arrogant, right? Because that's that's the best case scenario, that they are just so arrogant that they're going to do things their own way. Because the worst case scenario is that they think all these things they're doing are legitimate and worthy and of sound mind. Um, so they're either incredibly arrogant or incredibly ignorant. And it's it's a frustrating place to be. I mean, you know, Mike Nolan, this you you all everyone saw the stat at the end of the game about how bad the Cowboys defense is the worst since the merger and that's and and that's part of the I think a, a problem in the NFL is this this culture of you're my buddy you're my pal so I'll hire you whatever but this week I guarantee you the Cowboys will come out and say that they believe in Mike Nolan and they're they're working on things and and they're, they're going to be better and they're going to you know practice fundamentals because that's that's how they roll. RJ Ochoa blogging the boys and some other show on Mondays. Thank you for the time, sir. Thanks a lot, guys. Looking forward to a week uh, with nothing but NFC East games. We all deserve that. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.